This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. And therefore, Lord, I just thank you and I bless you, God, in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for speaking to us. First service, lives were touched. Destiny is molded. Holy Spirit, please do much more in this second service to the effect that your people will be edified. I ask you, Holy Spirit, please come. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And let somebody say a very big amen. amen. Put your hands together again and appreciate God. To go far and fast, there are things that you must do. It's a covenant demand that you need to meet. Because our God is not an irresponsible God. Our God is a responsible God. And man is a free moral agent. Can make his choice. If God wanted to control us, he could have done it. Just the word, and everyone will be under his control. But God wants you to voluntarily contribute your own aspect. Why? Because our God is not an irresponsible God. Any system, any theology that makes God solely responsible for the action of man. It's an irresponsible theology. It's an irresponsible system. We know that we serve a God that is responsible. So there are some covenant demands that you need to meet before you begin to see these things come to pass in your life. Fast and fast. What do you need to do to go fast and far this year? We have some secrets that God will be delivering unto you. Every year has its own secret, its own blueprint, its, its own strategy. Those who do not have strategies will die in tragedy. very important that you have the blueprint for every year. So God is looking for you to cooperate with him to make that world come to pass in your lives. Hallelujah. So, this morning we just touched a few of them and I believe that God will do something spectacular. Something awesome. Something wonderful something beyond the boundaries of your imagination something that will blow up the mind of a normal person this is what I'm trusting God to do this year for you and the earlier you started the better for you please may I announce again to someone that by the power of God by the message of God by the force of righteousness you whether you're a housewife 
a civil servant, a businessman, a student, everyone who is alive, and also people watching me right now all over the world who are hooked up to this life. I declare and declare over you in the precious name of Jesus that you will go fast and you go far. It's one thing for you to start slow and then go fast. It's a different thing for you to go fast and not go far. Seeing lives and destinies and systems and corporations, I mean corporations rather, that have started so quickly and then but before you knew it everything just goes off. That is not the will of God for you. For you it shall be a legacy of an eternal impact in the precious name of Jesus. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? So let's go through the world. Number one, I read from the book of Hebrews 12 verse 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Somebody beside me say weight. Say weight. Every weight and the scene which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. To lay aside weight and sin that can encumber your movement, that can impede it, that can slow you down. That can keep you from not going fast and from not going far. Now, what are these weights? Here we see weights and sin. Weights and sins. When you look at the athlete, they don't dress this way. I've not seen the fastest man. Who's the fastest man now? Both? Um, both? No, no, somebody else. Uh, what? Justin Gatley is the fast, fastest man on earth now. I don't think so. When he, if he comes to my village, I will show him some people my village. They can run and catch antelopes. What's his name again? Yeah. Going for a race and dressing in suits or in Agbada and Baban at your mark set. No matter how fast he is, he's going to lose that much. Why do you think they wear very light material? Because of weight. And sometimes you see, those materials are highly specialized materials. Not cotton that can absorb sweat and then become a problem for them. The same way too in life. If you need to run fast and far, 
you go without this weight and this sin that can hold you down. This has held many people down in the past. My prayer for God is that as we take this one by one, maybe not all, but I'm trusting God that God will do some specific surgery in someone's life this morning that you become light even to move fast and also to go far in Jesus' mighty name. So what are these weights? Number one, the weight of visionless. The weight of visionless. Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse 2. It says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon the tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, just wait, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Proverbs 29 verse 18 says Where there is no vision The people perish Where there is no vision The people perish Vision Is the picture Of your future Now I'm not talking about your desire No I'm not talking about that you know as people are spiritual covenant children of God heirs of the kingdom I'm not talking about your own personal vision which is ambition that is not what I'm talking about I'm talking about a vision from heaven God's picture of your future see what God says it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, the thought of peace and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. I'm talking about seeing with the eyes of faith. You might not look like it right now, but it's there. See what Paul says here in Acts 26 verse 19 It says whereupon O king Agrippa I was not disobedient I was not disobedient Unto the heavenly vision When he encountered Jesus On the way to Damascus And he spoke to him Boom He saw the great things That God had in stock for him no wonder why he was so passionate. When God shows you the picture of who you are, of what he has for you, you will be so passionate to make sure that you enter into that vision. He was so passionate. He says, I was not disobedient to that heavenly vision. Only God could have stopped him. Nothing could stop him. The perils of the waters, the perils of robbers, they couldn't stop him. Why? Because he saw clearly 
that glorious future that God has for him. He says, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Vision that comes from God. That great vision, awesome, beautiful, wonderful, that God has prepared for you. My prayer this morning is that God will open up your eyes so you can see. Listen, when a man, I'm not talking about sight, not sight. Paul was talking about sight, no. My people perish for lack of vision, not lack of sight. The greatest tragedy is for you to see a man with sight but no vision. When there is a vision and that vision is alive and from God, you will have a reason to want to live. When you wake up in the morning, there is a sense of purpose. Many a times, when there is no vision, you wake up in the morning, you are stressed out, not knowing what to do. What am I going to do today? <laughs> Perhaps for someone who is working in the government or in an office, where all the files will come, you just sign. It's a different thing. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the mind, the revealed mind of God for you. Once it comes, there is a sense of purpose. There is a sense of direction. The reason why people are shooting on every side and wondering is because they don't have a goal. Once there is a goal, there is a vision. There is something that you are working towards. It makes life easier. Not only that, as soon as Paul caught the vision, the resources started coming out. We had even churches who were so poor, had even to support him. Do you know why? The Bible says, God has given unto you everything that concerns life and godliness. Everything that is touching life and godliness is given unto you. God has given unto us all. All is given unto us all. Did it what? Did this what not say that where the work is workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained that we should work in them? They are there. They are there. All the connections are there. All the materials are there, but they are passive. Sometimes somebody sees you suffering and tells you, is your uncle not, or your daddy not this person, or is your pastor not this person, or does your pastor not this person? This, you know, people make statements like that. But because you don't have a vision, all those things are not activated. So, I bring a material to you right now. You don't even know how to use it. You can't even see it. You can't see it. They will just be passive, dead. But just watch. 
as soon as you grab the vision, everything just gets activated. Even if it would take you to see the president, it becomes much more easier. When you sit with someone who is the material, someone that God has ordained as a destiny helper, you discover very quickly that help comes. Why? Because where there is vision, there is also provision. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will open up your eyes that you will see what God has ordained for you. I can't hear somebody say a very big amen. I can't hear somebody say a very big amen. So, visionlessness is the weight. And this morning we are going to pray that God will make you see well. I remember one of our sisters, she called us and a couple of us went and said, Pastor, please, I want you to come and commission my project. I thought it was a small project. In fact, if you see her size, you will not know that she can bring out that project at record time. So, I said, okay, why, why not? Let's go. When we got there, I was, wow. You mean you, all this? A complex. A business complex. Bakery here, this one, that one, different designs. I asked her, I said, please, what did you do? Who designed all these things for you? Listen, when there is a vision, even your creativity begins to come to play. Some of you have it, but you don't know. But as God drops that vision, as you can see, you, you will know. Something will not begin to work. I said, this, this thing can be done this way. Every passive energy will become kinetic. Everything working in your favor because of the heavenly vision. It was wonderful. One of the things she told us, she said, Pastor, Pastor, how did this thing happen? She said, it was in one of the um, um, communion service. Where we're having communion service and the, the breaking up of bread. She said to me that the day we broke bread, her eyes just opened. That is, that is why, please, I want to really uh, encourage everyone here. Don't miss services. Don't miss. Every service in the throne room is being packaged by God for you to make you to be what he wants you to be. And I pray that you will not miss the day of your visitation. Just imagine if she had missed that service. So she came to the service and as I was preaching, we were sharing the word and then we broke bread. Her eyes opened. Remember Jesus Christ said at the breaking of bread, you know, I mean, I mean disciples, that when they broke the bread, their eyes opened. That was where she caught that thing. And then she went, started running with it and today is a reality. You are more than this. Hallelujah. This is not what I see. I see you just as God sees you. A finished product. From the finishing, he sees. Hallelujah. 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 I pray in the precious name of Jesus that this weight will be taken off you in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Number two, the weight of unprofitable relationships. Not every relationship is profitable. Not every relationship is productive. Praise the name of the Lord. Second Chronicles 20 from verse 35 to 37 you could see a man called Jehoshaphat who collaborated with a wicked king the king of Israel Ahaziah and when he did this see what happened to him in spite of the millions of dollars they spent, not one ship, many, to go to Tarshish for business. The Bible says that and the ships were broken down, that they were not able to go to Tarshish. Why? Because of that relationship with the king. So he lost so much money lost opportunities because of that evil association. One of the things we are going to pray in the precious name of just this year is that God will deliver you from unprofitable relationships. Relationships that will not add value to you because we have relationships that take value from us. Relationships that diminishes us, demeans us, discounts us. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that that will be broken off you in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. We have the weight of procrastination. Procrastination. Proverbs 25, 27 from verse 1. Proverbs 27 from verse 1. It says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow. For thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. In Nigeria, this scripture is even more fulfilled. Because there are so many incidentals and uncertainties. You will agree with me. You will agree with me. That is why profit margin in Nigeria is very, is very wide. If you tell the Nigeria to do contract, profit margin big times 10, times 100, times 1,000. One guy one day was doing quotation. So when he did the quotation, what he bought for, I said, times 100. I looked at him and said, it's not too much. He said, no, 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 this is Nigeria. Now I understand. Because of incidentals, he might not be going on the street right now. They said, Nepal has taken light. Many things you cannot, you, or dollar has just changed. Right? Right. So, what does it mean? It means you should not procrastinate. Procrastination is is a robber of destiny. One man had his engine of his car dripping oil. I'll do it tomorrow, 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 until the engine got knocked. 
my, one of my neighbors many years ago. His wife was just driving the car everywhere. <laughs> he traveled. By the time he came back, they gave him a knocked car. Say, but this is okay. I'll do it tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. A stitch in time saves nine. The weight of procrastination has dealt with many lives. You must kill it. This spirit, oh my God, this spirit is very prevalent in this country. We leave everything to the last minute. The eagles are supposed to be practicing now so they can know themselves. They will leave it till the last minute. When they're supposed to pay the coach, they'll leave it till the last minute. Until people are, people are shouting and everything is in the papers. They're not paying our boys. Procrastination. We'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Listen. Today, is tomorrow that you spoke about yesterday. You must do it today. Whatever needs to do today, even whatever needs to do next tomorrow, do it today. Because you don't know how tomorrow will turn up to be. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will deliver us from this weight in Jesus' mighty name. Number three. Number four. The weight of religious regrets. Isaiah 43 from verse 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Have you seen it there? So you forget about the old. Some people are there regretting. The Bible didn't say sin is a regret, but it could be a weight. Over what happened last year, 2017. It says, forget about those things. Just like Paul. One thing I do, leaving behind all these other things, I press forward. Why talk about yesterday? If every time you are seen behind, you can never go beyond. You can't. You can't. Listen. Don't even build on the success of yesterday. Build on the success of what Jesus has done for you. That is where to start. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will release many from their past in Jesus' mighty name. Because all these things could be weights. Weights. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The weight of unforgiveness. Number six. Number five. Weight of unforgiveness. Forgive and move forward. Number six. The weight of laziness. Hallelujah. See what it says here. Proverbs 20, 20 verse 4. The slugger will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore, shall he beg in the harvest and have nothing? Proverbs 26, 13. The slothful man said there's a lion in, in the way. A lion is in the streets. Laziness. 
2018 is not a year for you to be lazy. Some people hide under the cloak of spirituality to be lazy. Why are you praying all day? Are you the pastor of the church? You are supposed to be out there working. Why is it funny? It's good to pray. But faith without works is dead. Church has provided many people, lazy people, they hide on that church. Say, so we're going to church for, for, for David Gill, they are there. We're going for church for Night Vigil, they are there. I was speaking with some young people. You are young, you are supposed to be going out there doing something active, productive. What are you doing in church? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That is why in the throne room we don't meet every day. I made it, I said, we have a lot of young people here. See our demography. Where will I keep them? Monday. Keep them Tuesday. On Wednesday, we have midweek service. Keep, when are they going to walk? They have their energies right now. There's a place for prayer, there's a place for walk. A lazy man will always have an excuse. Oh, there's a lion in the street. A lazy man will always have an excuse. It's too cold for me. Lazy people have excuses. It's a demon chasing me. Sometimes they say it's generational cause. But Dangwete, how come a man can build an empire like that and generational costs are not disturbing him? Can you imagine not to talk about we, you, covenant child, having the covenant working on your behalf? That when you work a little, the covenant helps you, helps you. That you have greater delivery. You have an advantage. Better efficiency. You implicate the divine. But when you are lazy, nothing happens. Some guys, I drove them out. Go, don't come to church. Go, go out. <laughs> go out and walk. Look for something to do. I told them, I said, even me, your pastor, I walk. I walk. Go and walk. No more excuses. Those who have excuses have no uses. They have no uses. They are useless here. Go and work and bring tithes so we can build our church. They are keeping us here in Transcorp Hilton. We are paying them. If I calculate, oh, CEO is here. How much we've given them all these years, it will, it will surprise you. What are you doing here? Your housewife. There's time to fast and pray. Fast and pray and then go and walk. You can do work at home. Take care of the children. Take them to school. Come back. Do. Wait. There's a program. What's that program again? Mothers at home. The program you're running that time. What? Stay at home mothers. There are many opportunities on your system. After your husband has gone, people have gone to school and like that, you're at home. And then you have spare time. It's not a time to sleep. You take your distance and begin to work. Stay at home mothers. They, they even make more money. When your husband is coming back, he's very happy. Just smiling. Because he knows he's coming to see cash at home. I may also understand what I'm saying. No money, no honey. But when money comes, honey goes. Hallelujah! <laughs> so you must walk. Praise the Lord. 
And then finally, it says, wait and sing. 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 Sin is a sinker. It's a big weight. The sin of pride could not allow Saul to go far, even though his promotion came so fast, but he couldn't go far. The sin of anger could not make Moses go far. The sin of sexual immorality did not make Samson to go far. What is that sin that is still locking in your life? Time to deal with them so you can move fast and far. You want to go far in God? You must forsake those things. You know, sometimes when you come to God, even a thousand times, He will forgive you. He will forgive you. But you know what? Such victims never leave the place where they are. You'll be on the same spot until you deal with that issue. Otherwise, you will not migrate in him. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God by his mercies will release grace this morning and it will cause you to move fast and far in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I have two prayer points this morning. I'll pray for just two people while you are seated. Just for two, two sets of people. I'll pray for them. Take one prayer point and I'll pray for two sets of people. The first set of people I'm going to pray for are people who don't know him don't know him you don't know Jesus you don't know God you don't know him you've never had an encounter with Jesus your sins have not yet been forgiven you're running your own life and God is just calling you every time this morning is an opportunity for you to respond positively and say, God, I don't want to run my life again. I want to come into my life and forgive me my sins. Cleanse me. Make me a new man. Make me know you. You are the God of vision. Give me a fresh start. This morning, I might know you intimately. That's the first prayer point. The second, the first category of people, 
Second category of people I'm going to be praying for are people who don't have a vision. You can receive yours this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Wherever you are, I want you to bow down your heads and pray this prayer. Now I'll pray for two sets of people. Two. As I've said. If you fall into any category, don't put your hands up wherever you are. Why you ask? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Many people thank you. Put it up boldly. Thank you, thank you. Something spectacular will happen to you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Upstairs, we have many people. Thank you, Lord. Your right hand. People trusting God and saying, God, give me a vision. Make me see clearly my future in you. Give me details, O oh God, of my glorious future. Thank you, my Father. Lord, I thank you and I bless you, O oh God, for all these hands. And I ask you, O oh God, that by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, let there be an encounter right now in the precious name of Jesus. Let there be a release from heaven. Not of their own desire or their own ambition or their own selfish will, but a vision that comes from heaven that they themselves will find it very difficult to be disobedient to the vision but that Lord it will provide for them passion provide for them purpose provide for them direction I pray that this year they will not wander to and fro but that Lord you will help them even as they meet this vision as they realize it in their lives blessed be your holy name in the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, I pray. Now, for that, for this category of people, just while you are seated, time our time is over. And I want to say, Lord, I want to know this God. I want to know Him personally. I want to know Him intimately. I want to know Jesus, the giver of vision, the breaker of the power of procrastination the one who can quicken me onto good works I want to know him personally wherever you are just lift up your hands where you are seated thank you very quickly upstairs lift up your hands very quickly just thank you give him the card thank you thank you very quickly and upstairs we have people upstairs thank you king of glory just pick up those cards and I'll pray for you in the precious name of Jesus. And the power of sin will give way. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your holy name. I appreciate you and I thank you for this once. And pray and ask him to come into your life. That you might know him personally. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, the Son of God, I pray. After service, for the second category, please. Just occupy these seats. I'd like to have your names and I'd like to pray with you specially. God bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And for the church, just one more prayer. Hallelujah. 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 The hand of God came upon Elijah. He was at the top of Mount Carmel. He overtook Ahab, who was on top of the chariots, and had left before him. Why? Because the hand of God came upon him. There is a divine speed that every child of God 
every child of God is entitled to encounter. Your own case will not be different. You will lift up your voice and say in the precious name of Jesus. What are you waiting for? Stand up and say in the precious name of Jesus. Say Father. Say Father. Let your hand come upon my life. Lift up your voice and pray. Come upon my life. Divine speed. Divine acceleration. That Lord I will go fast and far. I thank you and I bless you Lord. I appreciate you. Thank you. I will go fast and far. I break loose from every power holding me down. I break loose from every cross holding me down. I break through. Oh, I break loose. Break loose. From every generational tendency. Every evil pattern. No more excuses. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your holy name. In the precious name of Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.